Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what's up, thinkers? Kathy Gibbons here. Let's start off today with a quick review of a fallacy we covered earlier this season, the furtive fallacy. Okay, do you want to pause for a quick minute and see if you can remember what the furtive fallacy is? So it might be helpful to know the definition of furtive, and Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines it as this, doing something in a quiet and secretive way to avoid being noticed. It has connotations of being clandestine, conspiratorial, and covert. So the furtive fallacy happens when people conclude, they come to these conclusions that the outcomes of different events and the outcomes that we're experiencing in our life are the result of secret ill intentions or wrongdoings of the decision makers involved. So the question to ask yourself if you think you're hearing or even committing the furtive fallacy is this, is there any proof that the person had bad intent and deliberately made decisions that would harm or deceive people? Now, while this may sound like a conspiracy theory, there's actually an interesting difference. So definitely go back and check out the episode where I talk about the furtive fallacy, and you can, it's gonna you can find it in episode number 77. All right, so today we are talking about another compliance strategy, and I think this will be the last one in this little mini-series. Don't hold me to that. If I do some more research for the next episode and find another one, I'll definitely include it. But uh, for now, as far as I know, this will be the last one. So today we are going to talk about the peak technique, okay? And I just want to review. So a compliance strategy is something that someone does purposefully to get the other person to do what they want them to do. So with the PEAK technique, which by the way is spelled P-I-Q-U-E. So PEAK, I'm not like, not P-E-E-K where I'm peeking over a wall, um, P-I-Q-U-E. So let me start with um, maybe a quick definition. So PEAK, what, the PEAK technique is when you're making your offer or an invitation or an ask specifically for money is kind of where this shows up a lot. When you're making your offer particularly interesting by making an unusual request. So this may make more sense when you learn that the word peak means to excite or to arouse. And in this use of the word, it means to excite or to arouse curiosity in someone. So the peak technique is doing something to make people curious, to make them interested. And it's particularly designed to get people to behave in a specific way in situations where people aren't typically paying a lot of attention to the request or in situations where people will often reject the request. They're trying to change that situation so that rather than people rejecting the request, they'll take they'll take the request. They'll actually do what they're do what someone's asking. And when I say curiosity, sometimes cuz you're thinking, well that doesn't work on me, it doesn't make me curious. Well, a lot of times it's sometimes it's a conscious curiosity and a lot of times it's an unconscious or a psychological curiosity. Okay, so let me explain. Let me use examples and this will make sense. So often in marketing and sales, 
you will see sales amounts that end in odd numbers. It's very common to see $9.99 or $19.99 or $99.99. Now, let me ask you, why would you charge $9.99 instead of $10? It's only one penny difference and arguably $10 is so much easier. It's more common. It's a nice round number. Why not use that? Here's why. Because it is psychologically boring to our brains. It's common. But if you make it an odd number, your brain kind of pays attention to it because it's different. It stands out. So if you pay attention to online sellers, you're going to often notice that they end their pricing using the number seven. $9.97 is even more interesting to our brains than $9.99. Is that interesting or what? I think this stuff is fascinating. So this technique can even work when people are just flat out asking for money, not even trying to sell something. For instance, there is a study from 1994 that found out that a panhandler or, you know, somebody begging for money on the street, asking people for money had the most success when they used the peak technique. For instance, in the control conditions, when they asked, can you spare any change? Only 44% people donated. When they asked can you spare a quarter, the donation rate increased to 64%. But when they asked, can you spare 17 cents or can you spare 37 cents? Guess how many people donated? 75%. So again, we see that making an unusual request sort of wakes up the brain. It makes us more alert, aware, and interested in the request that's being made. Now, while the peak technique may be a good marketing strategy, we need to be aware of it because it could cause us to buy something we don't really need um, just because it got our attention and made us curious. I, isn't it so interesting how our brains can be hijacked if we're not aware? So here's another example that you may have seen of the peak technique. It's when organizations are looking for donations. Oftentimes, they'll send out a card or have a website or something like that with a list of different donation amounts that people can make. Sometimes you'll see $5, $10, $25, $50, but some organizations are getting wise to the peak technique and they're taking a different approach. Let's say it's a dog shelter and they're trying to raise money for the dogs that are in the dog shelter. So maybe they'll do something like this. Give $7 to feed a dog for a week, $29 to feed a dog for a month, or $117 to help Rover find his forever home. Okay, can you see they did two things? Can you see how giving an unusual dollar amount makes it interesting, right? It's not just five, 10, 15, 25 or $50. They made it more interesting. And then what they did is they attached a need to it or they attached um, the use to it. So we're going to feed a dog for a week or feed a dog for a month or help Rover find his forever home. That makes it even more interesting. Now there's a story. They're kind of creating a story. So they got your attention with the amount and they're creating a story. And so you really have a connection to that donation. That is the peak technique. So the question to ask yourself when, if you're faced with the peak technique is simple. It's this, is this really something I want to spend my money on? Right? That's a good question to ask anyways. Is this really something I want to spend my money on? And if you just get in the habit of asking it, you won't be sidetracked or um, you won't be taken when you run into somebody who is doing the peak technique. 
All right, guys, that is it for today. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filter it through a brain cell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through a brain cell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filter it through a brain cell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.